1: Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, somewhere in the Dairy State, it is John Close. Welcome to the show, sir.
0: Hey, guys. How's it going today? It
1: is fantastic. It's hot. It, it's very hot out, but it's uh, nice and cool in the studio right now. So no complaints this is, there.
0: Uh, this is just normal North Carolina. Well... Weather. well we had 21 days over 90 degrees in May. I mean, you know, you guys just don't know how to sweat. That's well, that's the
1: thing. You know, I was I was thinking about that. I was up in Elkhart Lake yesterday at Road America. I'm thinking, you know, and everybody's, oh, it's so hot. And I'm thinking, well, no, this is how it is down south, you know, in July, August, September, right?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Yeah, but, it, you know.
0: In the middle of January when it's negative 10 for a week straight and then the temperature goes up to 15 degrees and I'm outside shoveling snow in shorts, (laughs) you know, uh, I don't think anybody from North Carolina would be doing the same thing. So it it, it works both ways. It works both ways. You know, I tell everybody, first of all, I love it. You know, I'm always going to be a Scotty at heart. I'm in Madison today, and you know they got a great big farmers market up at the state capitol every Saturday morning. And this particular week, they've got uh, you know a, a Maxwell. I always want to say Maxwell House because of my NASCAR affiliation. Maxwell Street Days uh, on State Street, and it's great. But you know the bottom line is I I just can't move back here because well I, I don't have to shovel sunshine.
1: This That's right. True. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't either i i would stay right where you are in north carolina and uh you're you're yeah, at the you're and and plus you're 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 retired so why not yeah right retired I mean, but I, you're, you're you're putting on a lot of miles the last uh at least well, this month huh
0: yeah i i wound up driving up from carolina to do this book tour for you know the new book barnyard to brickyard the rich pickle story and uh, I've been here less than a week, and if you take the trip up here, I've already put on 1,500 miles in, like, five days. So uh, a lot of windshield time, you know, a lot of windshield time this week.
1: Well, Richie Bickle Jr. is an interesting story because uh, his, his his timing was good because it, he came in during a time where if you were talented, you could – make it in racing not easily but if you had the 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 means to the 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 gumption and the the dedication you can make it in short track racing and then uh if you were good enough that which richie was you can make your way down south into nascar And, and and richie is one thing what's cool about this having a book is richie was never one to mince words was he
0: no he's pretty direct um If you have a conversation with Rich, you pretty much know where he stands on just about anything uh, within the first 10, 15 seconds, which, you know, there's, as I point out in the book, you know, there's a lot of people that say that that was a detriment to him in his NASCAR career because, um, you know, uh, when he came along, NASCAR was, uh, you know, was on a vertical growth curve with, uh, you know, sponsorship and, and public awareness. And consequently, it got way more politically correct. And just say, you know, 10, 15 years earlier when you had, uh, in the 60s, you had guys that weren't as politically correct, let's say. So Rich is really a throwback to those kind of times. And, um, you know, do I think it hurt him? Um, you know, I don't know. Um, it, you know, he certainly had the talent. Forgive me, guys. It's uh, I'm downtown Madison here, and here comes the fire. Industry. Nice. This is the beauty of live radio right here. <laughs> It's not <laughs> the first time. At least there's not hey, a hey,
1: toilet hey. flushing like on another show.
0: So. All right. <laughs> you know, some poor, some poor fellas having a problem. It's worse than being on the radio. So, um, no, you know, he, uh, he, in spite of all that, he had a tremendous career. I mean, he had well over 200 starts in all three divisions. And let's face it, I mean, there's a lot of cats that drive race cars for a lifetime that would, you know, want to have one.
1: Yeah, certainly is, and and some of the people he's driven, you know, he's driven for too, uh, especially like Richard Petty and that, and then and, and just to drive for the king and, and and some of the other people he's been affiliated is, is certainly blessed his career.
0: Well, this is this is great. I love this. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to be with him on some of that deal. I, one of the greatest experiences of my career was, you know, work for Richard Petty. You know, we all grow up idolizing different guys. And and my father was a a factory representative for Chrysler Corporation, so I was always a Mopar guy. And, of course, Richard was, you know, he was the king in the Mopar. So to have that guy sit across my desk and, you know, talk and advise me and do different things, I can't believe this was happening. There must be something big going on.
1: Now you got the, the hook and ladder coming by, huh?
0: Yeah, well, yesterday they had big doings here. They had some sort of, I mean, they had, basically a mass power outage across the city because some sort of transformer, or something caught fire and uh it was chaos here there was gridlock everywhere the state capitol all the office buildings were down but uh you know back on point on topic um you know rich was very fortunate to drive for some really good guys and had some success i you know we always talk about the fact that we left there and he went to Darrells, and it was it was strictly a competition situation you know mm-hmm. When we were at Richard's, it was the first year of, of Dodge's involvement as a factory-sponsored uh, uh, effort in, in the trucks, and they, you know, we just got killed on engine. And uh, you know, Rich, he's he's so competitive. He's the kind of guy that'll come to your house and sit on your couch and fight you for the remote, you know, in your own house. And so, um, not being competitive in the Dodge deal, anything over a half mile, we were cooked because. Uh, in racing terms, we got out-handled down the straightaway a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's why we left there. In retrospect, you know, if we had been patient and stayed there. It probably worked out because Dodge eventually did get it together, and, of course, they used that as a springboard to get to uh, Cup in 2000.
1: And then uh, this is interesting, and this is kind of the latest thing. Uh, I was up with uh, Bert Levy, who's released, who's d- done a lot of book on, on, on Fictional, auto racing books and he's done an audio book that has uh David Hobbs and Brian redmond on and I'm just looking at the notes here and and uh the the book is actually be scheduled in Kindle form too isn't it and then also as a uh, uh audio book
0: Yeah, you know, Steve, um you know, there's the old saying, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I've, <laughs> I've had four previous books and none of them were ever published in that format and um uh, they were always, you know, uh, in, in paper books, you know, either hardcover or paperback. And our agreement to begin with, with uh, our publisher, M&B Global Solutions in Green Bay, was for a uh, paper book only. And uh, thanks to Mike Duclase up there, who is easily the best editor I've ever worked with on any book project, he was able to network a deal with Amazon that it came out in Kindle form and also uh, in audiobook form and uh, – Guys, I mean, you know, the success of this thing, uh, we've been selling the heck out of them uh, last night at at Madison and Thursday at Kakana. Unfortunately, we're rained out tonight at at the Dells. They've already canceled because of the inclement weather. I heard your little announcement about uh, the drag strip being down, too. But uh, the the book debuted on Monday, and uh, it's the number one new release on amazon.com and the biography story so i mean you know um wow it's really overwhelming how well it's been received and uh, to have that happen and to have you know something that i've never done before with an audiobook and a kindle version that's uh, it's way cool it's been a, a real highlight uh, kind of thing for my career
1: well, and I'm looking at your schedule here. This is quite an impressive schedule, of course. You know, unfortunately, in the Dell situation, tomorrow you're at Slinger, and then you're going up to Manitowoc, and then back home to Edgerton with uh, Bickle, and uh, let's see here, and then uh, Jefferson, of course, where Richie uh, started his career. So uh, pretty yeah. pretty cool to, to kind, of, kind of come full circle, and uh, especially the, the Jefferson deal should be neat because, uh, you know, that that's – that's where he started, and, and and it's going to be pretty neat having seen all the old friends come back, isn't it?
0: Well, that's been a really big part of the entire trip. You know, needless to say, we want to sell books, but the last three four nights, uh, you know, starting at Jimmy Jimmy Trado's radio show, you know, uh, we all respect what he did, and like you, you know, he's gracious enough to have us on and tell people about the book. But um, you know, just the response to it, but seeing seeing so many good friends that i haven't seen in a a really long time and you mentioned the jefferson thing yeah that's where he started and and uh, a lot of people probably look at it and go barnyard or brickyard what does that mean well mm-hmm. rich was 15 <laughs> and and you know he, he anybody who knows rich you know he's a big fella yeah and as a 15 year old he was pretty big for his size and for his age and, and his dad raced at jefferson forever so they were used to seeing him there well rich and a buddy went in, they say But they stole (laughs) an an old street stock, abandoned street stock out of a barn and fixed it up and, um, you know, went to Jefferson and raced it for the first time. He was 15. He wasn't even eligible to race, but they just let him in because he was big and they were used to seeing him. And (laughs) 17 years later, he's standing there on the bricks with everybody else in the inaugural Brickyard 400 in 1994. So that's where the that's where the title came from, Barnyard to Brickyard.
1: Very good. Talking to John Close on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline uh, about his book, uh, Barnyard to Brickyard, which you can get uh, through Amazon. And uh, what other, if, if they can't make it up to Jefferson or Slinger tomorrow, where all, how, how else can they get the book?
0: Well, there's, uh, you know, we, we do have it on Amazon, um, and that's probably the easiest way because, you know, it comes directly to your house same thing with coastal 181, uh, dot com. There are really great motorboard uh, book site uh, that's on the East coast. They have it as well. Uh, we will be doing this tour for the next couple of weeks and, uh, we're really close. I think probably the middle of this next week, we're going to announce a way that people can get an autograph book through the mail. Uh, we just, we need to work out a couple of kinks, you know, with how we're going to do the payment thing through PayPal and if we're going to have credit card or whatever. But, uh, We'll be making an announcement on our Facebook page, which is Barnyard to Brickyard, uh, and probably also doing a press release that'll, if you can't make it to one of our events, you know, you can order it through the mail, and it'll be autographed by both Rich and I, and it'll be the, it'll be the same price, it'll it'll be a discounted price off of retail, it'll be uh, 20 bucks plus uh, shipping, so uh, good stuff, you know, we want as many people to have it, obviously, as we can get it to them.
1: So how, how long are you going to be up in Wisconsin for?
0: I got another week. Um, You know, I'll I'll ride out the rest of the week with Rich and do. We don't have as many appearances next week, but we got a ton of additional media, and uh, I'm gonna cap it off uh, on uh, next week from tomorrow. I'm going to the Brewers Cubs game at Miller Park uh, with some buddies of mine from Fort Atkinson, and then it'll be back to Charlotte uh, a week from Monday.
1: Very good. And yeah, if you, if you want to, you can see, uh, see the guys on channel six, he had a nice, uh, uh, little spew on him uh, on TV here. And, uh, you, you, yeah, I, I think the media coverage has been fantastic. You've been everywhere you were up in green Bay too on TV up there, weren't you?
0: Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's one thing to write the book, but then you have to find ways to get it to the people. And, uh, You know, Steve, I've been so fortunate. Racing has been so amazing to me, and I've had so many opportunities, not only as a writer but as a PR person and a marketer. So, you know, when I got done with the book, I just took off my author's hat and I started calling good people like you and, and, you know, the people at TV6. And, you know, as as we transition here, uh, we're going to do a show uh, with – dave moody on on nascar serious and excellent uh we're we're really hopeful uh we've we've got some feelers out i think we're going to do junior earnhardt's podcast and speed freaks out of la so this part here we wanted to introduce it to the home folks because you know this, this is where we're from and you know we love it here but once this is over the national part of it will kick in uh in august and september where rich will be all over those dials too so uh you know we've worked really hard to to give people a quality read and then you know like I said you, you got to find ways to creatively promote it so we can get it out and people can see it.
1: John Close, thank you so much. Just make sure you say hi to Crash Gladys uh, when you're out with the Speed Freaks friends uh, out on the west Coast and uh, thanks for coming on the show. really appreciate it.
0: Uh, I appreciate you guys too and just for the record I will say hi to her. And uh, later on today, I've been here a week. I haven't had a bratwurst yet. I'll have one of those in your honor as well. Oh, yeah, you, you.
1: got to catch up because I've had about twelve yep. this week yep. already.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, and I, they're addicting. I, you know, oh my gosh. But thanks again, fellas. Really appreciate you, and it's always good talking to you.
1: All right, that was John that was John Close joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline.
0: Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local, common sense lending to your community since 1935. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours